Good morning and welcome to Montrose Fresh from the Montrose Daily Press. And we're here to bring you a closer look at our top stories, events, and more that matter to us here in Western Colorado. Today, Montrose County Planning Commissioner Dennis Murphy drew on a personal story in relaying his concerns with a proposal gravel pit expansion near Maple Grove. And later, House District 58 Representative Mark Catlin said that the time has come to make permanent a state office that focuses on rural Colorado. Today's episode is brought to you by Elevate Internet. Whether it's for your home or your business, they offer the best speeds at the best price. Right now, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 off. Give them a call for more information at 844-386-8744 or visit them at elevateinternet.com. Now our feature story. Montrose County Planning Commissioner Dennis Murphy drew on a personal story in relaying his concerns with a proposed gravel pit expansion near Maple Grove. He told a packed room about bicycling with two friends near Franklin Mesa. The group encountered a rancher in the middle of the road who was dealing with a reluctant cow. The cyclists stepped off their bikes and assisted, no one leaving the encounter worse for wear. But if instead of a trio of bikers, a large gravel truck had come off the mesa and down the narrow road, Murphy was left wondering, what would happen? The tale was a strong signal of the Planning Commission's ultimate vote to recommend a denial for the proposed Farm Road Source Pit expansion permit. The unanimous vote brought the strongest wave of applause of an evening marked by several rounds of clapping from opponents. Nevertheless, the Montrose County Board of Commissioners will have final say on the application. Murphy said large gravel trucks making multiple trips a day, hammering the road and creating hazards, wouldn't fit with the county master plan. Michael Ripp applied for a special use permit to expand the existing farm road source pit from 10 acres to 118 on 130 total acres, which would be mined out in 12 phases under a permit life of about 60 years. Operations would include a portable asphalt batching plant that would not run year-round. The expansion is projected to produce about 250,000 tons of gravel in 2024. As the parcel is mined out, it would be reclaimed for agrarian uses. Nearby residents aired their concerns at a December meeting, which was continued for the Planning Commission, which needed more time to review materials. Last Thursday's meeting allowed planning commissioners to ask specific questions about the application. Once or twice, legal counsel had to remind commission members that they could not talk outside of the scope of that information. The public was also informed about two emails sent by planning commission members after the public hearing was closed in December. Murphy, acting as chair, said that these emails discussions should have been public and were improperly sent. Concerns in the emails were many, especially from homeowners worried about environmental and groundwater effects of the gravel operation. Most were concerned that a gravel operation would be noisy with 172 daily truck trips per day. Documents in support of the permit indicated the need for gravel in the coming years and a dwindling supply. Murphy questioned that. Based on his off-the-cuff calculations, Murphy came up with more than 300 acres that have permits for gravel pits, most of which are within about 1.5 miles of the highway. Those in support of the gravel operation said that even though supplies may not be an issue today, other communities like Grand Junction face elevated municipal project costs because of their relative shortage of gravel. After heated discussion, the Planning Commission unanimously denied the permit. 
The date on which Montrose County commissioners will take up the permit application was not immediately known. For more on this story, visit us at MontrosePress.com. You can also stay up to date on Neighbor. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.montrosepress.com. Also, if you haven't already, check out our new show, Motown Knows. You can listen at montrosepress.com forward slash podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Next, House District 58 Representative Mark Catlin said that the time has come to make permanent a state office that focuses on rural Colorado. Catlin, a Republican from Montrose, is a House sponsor of Senate Bill 236, which could codify the Rural Opportunity Office and provide it with money from the state's general fund. The bipartisan legislation is sponsored in the Senate by Janice Rich, a Republican from Grand Junction, and Dylan Roberts, a Democrat from Avon. Joining Catlin as House sponsor is Representative Barbara McLaughlin, a Democrat from Durango. Catlin said that rural Colorado needs help and dedicated services, especially since so much of the state's population lives in Denver metro area. The office, known as ROO, was created in 2019 to assist rural economic development and direct inquiries to relevant programs. The office helps coordinate rural resources and oversees the Rural Technical Assistance Program, as well as the statewide Comprehensive Economic Development Strategy. It maintains a data dashboard in support of key information relevant to rural areas and also maintains partnerships with Manufacturers Edge, Startup Colorado, the Economic Development Council of Colorado, and Energize Colorado. A whole host of programs fall under those umbrellas, including grants for marketing funds to help rural communities bring in companies and new jobs. The bill formalizes ROO's duties and allows the office to keep operating. Catlin hopes that a permanent rural opportunity office will allow communities to rely on these services and help make things better for many underserved Coloradans in Montrose and beyond. Both parties took a victory lap after the bill unanimously cleared the Senate Committee on Business, Labor and Technology. Catlin anticipates it will head to the Senate floor next week. Catlin summed up his work by saying good ideas are good ideas. That's what we're trying to promote here. That's all for today, and thank you for listening. For more information on any of these stories, visit us at MontrosePress.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Elevate Internet. Visit them at ElevateInternet.com to learn more. For more than 137 years, the Montrose Daily Press has been dedicated to shining a light on all the issues that matter to our community. Go to MontrosePress.com to subscribe for just $1.99 per week for our digital edition. You'll get unlimited access to every story, feature, and special section. Thank you, and remember to tune in again next time on MontrosePress.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.